0: This, this white uh, fear of people of color well, that's part
1: let, of it. Let's accept as a principle that people act out their attitudes. In 1935, a book was written on the subject of anti-Semitism in the United States. And the author said he counted some 800 anti-Jewish agencies operating in this country. When at the time of Hitler, 1938, 1939, we counted over 12 million men and women associated with organizations which were clearly anti-semitic. You can't count on the fingers of one hand meaningful, organized, anti-semitic agencies in the United States. Now, how come? Where is it? Uh, I've seen all kinds of reports about resurgence of anti-semitism on the organized level in Germany. I saw a report which suggested that there were 200,000 members of a neo-Nazi organization in Germany. If it's there, I can't find it. I've seen similar reports with respect to England, Italy, Spain. There's no specific, clear evidence of the fact. And so I must say to you, I agree with Howard. It's in the mind, but it's not overt, and it's not being acted out for many, many reasons. But if it is not being acted out, then I'm stuck in the problem of a civil libertarian. I can't control what goes on in somebody's mind. His prejudice, unacted, unexpressed, is something he's entitled to. What I object to is his acting out that prejudice and discriminating against me politically or in any other fashion, all the way down to putting me into a concentration camp. And if you're talking about anti-Semitism of the mind, that's one thing. If you're talking about the overt act, we have another problem. Senator D'Amato, didn't you uh, struggle uh, to get a plank in the Republican platform condemning anti-Semitism and bigotry?
2: I have to tell you I was uh, concerned that the the struggle was a a short-lived one but we uh, we had to come forward, uh, hold a press conference.
1: You think it was necessary?
2: uh, I think it absolutely was. Uh, Given the incredible uh, development with the Democratic Party that historically, historically the the bastion of democratic strength, Traditionally, it comes from a Jewish community uh, where, uh, where their candidate rejected, and they says, after, well, I made a mistake, and it was inadvertent. But how could such an inadvertent error take place? Uh, and uh, we then insisted that there be a plank where clearly putting us on record against racism, bigotry, and anti-Semitism. Which existed. Oh, there's no doubt about it. But, but we go one step further. I would suggest to you that I do believe that today in this country uh, we are far for, uh, f- f- far f- far better in terms of race relationships in terms of harmony in terms of anti-semitism being to the minimum in terms of job discrimination housing the things that arnold said theres so no doubt we've come eons we've come it in, in the past 20 years that i can see and people know each other we feel comfortable they uh, it, it's a good thing it's a healthy thing look at the worldwide situation i disagree I see signs, our Helsinki Commission will be hol- holding uh, hearings, exhaustive hearings on this. Uh, the Jewish immigration out of the Soviet Union has gone from 50,000 annually down to less than a thousand, and yet the, the, the nations of the world are silent. Uh, we allow them to do this, people being persecuted uh, regularly, uh, uh, Ethiopian Jews uh, uh, dying, having to try to get them to, to, to the Sudan, and the Sudan are uh, fearful of uh, the Arabs finding out there the are other Arab nations and so they halt the thing. We have 10,000 uh, poor, destitute black Jews who, who who have to go through the most extraordinary things to live because they're afraid uh, to be singled out and so it is there's a virulence worldwide and the nationalistic spirits that are whipped up in some of these countries are used uh, to to come down on them and they're used as the whipping boys and so it's right. there.
0: I don't think things are quite that good, and I'm disagreeing with Arnold also that I don't think they're, they're quite that good. I don't think I, they're
1: I, good. Let me get my position clear. I don't think they're good.
0: I, I think when you can have something like, again, we're going to an extreme group like Jerry Falwell's book where he says not to be a Christian is to be inherently a failure. That's a very deep-rooted insight. And this is speaking for a lot of fundamentalism in the in the country. And H. L. Mencken once said, "All you have to do to find a fundamentalist is throw a rock out a train window." It's a very deep thing. Now it's not manifesting itself in the same ways, but it's still there. And I'd be inclined to disagree with Senator D'Amato on how how well we're doing. We're in a country where I think
2: we've come uh, beyond. I I don't think we've come that far. Fifty,
0: you know, 50 percent of all black children are born into poverty. 26 percent of Americans. And I think a number of these social
2: structure Now I'm talking about. Our relationships, Christians and Jews, I think, have, I agree with Arnold, that we, we've come a long, long way from the days uh, of, of... At some elite uh, levels we have. No, uh, I think, no, I think okay. if
3: you accept the distinction that Arnold has made between prejudice and discrimination, that is what people think and what, okay. how people act on what they think, you're quite right, and I think you would have to agree, Dr. Mm-hmm. McGuire, that since World War II, this country has made enormous progress in opening the doors in all kinds of fields to people who were previously precluded. I remember uh, how difficult it was for a Jewish PhD to get a job in an English department at a decent university in this country immediately following World War II. Now there are many, many top universities in which the presidents are Jewish. Uh, you know how difficult it was for blacks to get into any professional schools. And they have really opened those doors to those who take advantage of that opportunity. That does not change the fact that there is still racism, there is still anti-Semitism. But I think on the discrimination level, Arnold is quite right. My problem, Arnold, is that I, in the long sweep of history, see this as something that's just quite marvelous for the moment. But I remember from my Jewish history, as I'm sure you do, the Golden Age of Spain, uh... you remember that uh, there was a period in the Muslim world where jews did very well i mean this program that Abba iban moderated uh, uh, the heritage uh, the civilization and the jews program demonstrated many times in jewish history where jews did very well joachim prince who was a predecessor president of the american jewish congress of mine came out of germany during the hitler era he was the leading reform rabbi in berlin he spoke out from his pulpit he was put in jail and stephen wise got him out before that, his family had 400 years of history in Germany.
1: Look, I One, think this whole thing is getting turned inside out. It seems that I am arguing that there's no problem and that you non-Jews are arguing there's a major problem. As a matter of fact, I I'm didn't totally know with you. that I was a you. non-Jew. There is a think. major problem <laughs> and I think there's a major problem. <laughs> Our, we got hung up here because David talked about a rise in anti-Semitism. And I said, I'm not certain and I'm prepared to oversimplify his question with an answer, yes or no. Look, I know that there are some things that Jews do, no matter what they do, it's wrong. You take what Israel has done with the Ethiopian Jews. They went to the trouble and it was heartbreak and heartache to save between ten and 12,000 black Jews. And what was the response of a part of the vocal world? That they were racist, they were only saving Jews. that they were putting them on the West Bank to get killed in the war with the Palestinians. The fact is that Israel and Jews around the world contributed as much as anybody else to the saving of non-Jewish Ethiopians. So what I'm saying is I recognize deeply embedded in the system of the non-Jewish world is an attitude that has benighted it and that has given us heartache and headache for 2,000 years. I'm trying now to see where the graph is in response to David's question, and I'm worried about concluding that at this point we're at a high level in the graph of anti-Semitism. That's all I intended to say. Are the 1,100 incidents of vandalism to uh, Jewish temples, synagogues, and uh, gravestones, are these merely uh, well, minor Well, I don't know about your statistics. of so well, the Anti-Defamation your organization. Well, the Anti-Defamation League <laughs> studies showed there was a... 35 uh, number in incident increase in 1984 as against 1985. And I think it was somewhere in the area of 700, 700 incidents. Now, I'm not going to belittle 700 incidents, except I want to analyze them. And I want to find for you that a major number of them were done by teenagers, some of them down to the age of 8, 10, and 12. And so I want to say you may be talking either about a police problem, a problem of juvenile delinquency, or more importantly, a family problem and a church problem where they haven't taught the youth the evil of antisemitism, so that those incidents don't bespeak the antisemitism of the actors, it bespeaks the problem in the backdrop of the actors. It talks about more about the American home and the failure of the American home when you point to these kinds of incidents. No, don't try to get me into a corner of suggesting oh, that yeah. all is heaven for Jews.
3: Arnold, nobody can no corner you, you, but even if, even if uh, your feeling about the situation in the United States uh, is absolutely accurate, and I think there's nobody here who is going to challenge that there has been enormous improvement in the atmosphere in the, in this country and I hope that it is a permanent improvement although I agree with Dr. McGuire that some of what goes comes out of the moral majority and the uh, evangelical uh, preaching on the uh, on television is is dangerous but assume for the sake of discussion that that's really much better than it's been what do you do about the worldwide situation what do you do about the virulent anti-semitism that you see in the United Nations? What do you do about the growth of a party in France that uh, looks like it can command 10% of the vote, according to the latest polls, in which the leadership is openly uh, questioning about whether the Holocaust occurred? What do you do about a similar party in Germany? What do you do about the fact that in the Arab world, uh, in spite of all of the efforts of uh, peacemakers of our country and, and other Western countries, They still will not sit down with Israel, with the exception of Egypt. And they spew anti-Zionism, which you and I know to be anti-Semitism. What do you do about that? We'll come back to that. And don't forget uh,
1: Greece and uh, Spain. Yes. We'll be right back. Okay, Arnold Foster? Well, first of all, I think I agree with everything that Howard Squadron said. And he asked what I would do about it. With respect to the anti-Semitism that you've described in Europe, I'd fight like hell. But I begin at the United Nations, and I'm a primitive, and I'm wondering whether or not we have sufficiently considered in this country whether or not we should be continuing to support what I regard as the international front of anti-Semitism. What disgusts me is not the anti-Semitism of a Qaddafi at the United Nations, but the failure and refusal of an English representative or a French representative or whoever representative to stand up and take him on. Anti-Semitism in the United Nations is greeted always with silence except for Jean Kirkpatrick who has taken off now and then and very alone in taking off and defending in this kind of situation. What would I do? I would ask our government to sit down and have a face-to-face confrontation with each of our allies and ask them how long they think we're going to sit and finance a forum where they will quietly accept the projection of anti-Semitism. There's where the the attitudes that are described here become overt. They're overt in the activities of the Soviet Union in denying Jews their natural, normal rights, their rights to leave the country. We're talking about the Arab activity all across the Middle East, which is as anti-Jewish as it can be. What are we doing about these things? We are not, among other things, talking to our allies and demanding what Howard said has happened a certain rejection of the notion of Hitler-type anti-Semitism, which is now beginning, because they're not fighting it, to creep back and worry Al D'Amato properly.
0: But Arnold, when you talk about our government uh, really putting some muscle into this, I think that's the precise weakness. I think the government senses there's no need for it. I don't think our, our nation is is repelled by antisemitism sufficiently. And I don't think there'll be a move in that direction, that's why I remain much less sanguine than you seem to be that all is well here because uh, jews are doing they better and so forth it. i'm accusing you My of being good a little bit do i think it's that the, the the lack of of sensitivity to the anti-semitism on the international scene is part of the american story it's deep in the american story i can see it i can see it at cocktail parties where there's a look around to see if a jew is present until some remarks are made and i think that has to be addressed more realistically i, I think the worst thing we can have is sort of a premature salvation approach that Somehow we've cleaned up our hearts on this issue, and I, I would be very strongly uh, in disagreement with that.
1: You don't get any fight from me on that. I'll give you instance after instance. We had it last year out at SUNY, the State University of New York in Long Island, where Ernst Luby gave a course in anti-Semitism, in effect. He told the world well, that the Israel...
3: was that maybe Hitler, uh, one ought to look at Hitler and decide whether there was justification that was really the approach it was supposed to be theoretical
1: i know and the university said academic freedom that's right well academic freedom my eye there is no or should be no academic freedom in this country to teach that jews are subhumans and that uh, israel and zionism is a new form of nazism this is arrant poison and i'm not sure uh, that i'm ready to wave it away it's a sign of what you're talking about dan you seem to be